Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. When it comes to work, communication is key, even if you don't have a writing job. Sounding unconfident, indecisive, or passive-aggressive can hold you back professionally and hurt your team's productivity. Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions make sure you're always sending the right message. Sound clear and confident in your writing and automatically replace negative-leaning language with solution-focused alternatives. With Grammarly's help, you can build stronger relationships at work, be constructive in the face of challenges, and help your team get things done. Grammarly works where you do, so your team's projects get done before the deadline. And with features like comprehensive spelling, grammar, and clarity-focused sentence rewrites, Grammarly helps keep your writing efficient and mistake-free. The right tone can move any project forward. Get it just right with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to sign up for free. Then get 20% off when you upgrade to premium. That's 20% off at Grammarly.com slash podcast. Sir, Bass, be the podcast, your boy, Sean. It's your boy, G-Downs. And we got Skeet in the building, y'all camera. You know, gonna talk a little shit, man. Um, appreciate everybody watching the episode last week. Uh, we back again with a special guest in the building. Special man. guest in the building. Look, man, part of, in my opinion, um, one of the greatest hip-hop groups coming out of Atlanta, especially the west side, man, of Atlanta, man. This group revolutionized a lot of shit that that a lot of niggas don't get them credit for. We're just going to keep this shit real. Um, the first group I ever seen was a bunch of street niggas dancing on some real shit, man. Mm-hmm. Also, this man is a podcaster, successful podcaster. It's probably one of the best podcasts coming out right now on the internet. Fucking mm-hmm. shit up, man. Mm-hmm. Um Real street nigga, we got Palais in the building, man. How you doing, man? You know, all right. Uh, put the mic towards you a little bit, just a little bit, cause appreciate. Glad to be you. here. Glad to be here. Glad yeah. to be here. Man, uh, we appreciate you coming through, man. Showing love, man. Um, if you don't mind, man, let, let's let's start from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Let's just start from 
where it all came from. You born in Atlanta, Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. And the Atlanta. We don't want to say you from goddamn. Uh, I'm greater, uh, baby. <laughs> yeah, none of that. Yeah. yeah, that's all you gotta yeah. say. I'm greater, baby. Yeah. I'm greater, baby. Um, what made you get into rap, man? What 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 was the bug for it? What made you start doing it? Was it more so something you just picked up because other people were doing it, or did you like really had a genuine love for music? I didn't want to be no rapper. That's it. Never tried to. Never thought about it. Never dreamed about it. Never seen myself doing it. Mm-hmm. Never took music classes. I wanted to do it. Never looked at rap on the TV and said I wanted to do it. Never. So, so what was you doing before rap? Man, I was just like any other project kid. Like, mm-hmm. I was real athletic. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere, I, everywhere I've been, I've always been, if not the most athletic person, I'm there. Any sports in particular? You know what I'm saying? All sports. You know what I'm saying? I play all sports. And we had Pippen here. He said you was really, really good in basketball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He said that, you know, uh, he was like, man, I don't know where the nigga from, but this nigga <laughs> got there who he got to be for the project. Got yeah. Uh So basketball, that was one of your, your love? Yeah, yeah. Basketball was probably the the first thing that I, the first sport that I picked up because, mm-hmm. like, my mama hoop, my mama uncle's hoop, and I'm like, they was like big shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like my my family was a basketball, well, a sports family, but definitely a basketball family. So mm-hmm. they was kind of, I was pick, I was doing basketball at two three years old. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that. Um, now you met him in high school playing basketball, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that y'all was starring on the varsity team. That nigga didn't start. Huh? That nigga didn't start. <laughs> he started. He started, bro. He played though. He played. He played. <laughs> okay. That nigga didn't start. But he yeah, said he said yeah. it was a he said it was a, a situation with the coach or something he was saying. Yeah, he didn't need the coaching, you know. See, Pimp, Pimp had hops. He can dunk and shit. You know, Pimp can dunk, you know, he catch the oops, hell of a rebounder. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That hustle. You know what I'm saying? But Pimp didn't necessarily have no like, you know, when you think of somebody like with game, you like he ain't have like game. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's a role player. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know back then when you trying to win, you you want you looking for people with game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't looking for hoopers. He was right. good at his role. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. definitely. So you had game. And then he was skinny. Okay. Yeah, then he was he was well he's skinny now, but he was, yeah. he was, he yeah. was real skinny then. Yeah. For okay. sure, for sure. I got you. What school what high school y'all went to? Doug. Duh. Okay, so y'all met at Doug. Mm-hmm. After that, y'all went to, I want to say y'all went to college. He said in North Carolina or something like yep. that. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't, he didn't even know you were supposed to be there. No, nah, see, um, when I met Pimp, mm-hmm. actually Pimp knew of me before I really knew Pimp. You know what I'm saying? See, I used to weed in school. You know, when mm-hmm. I was in high school. So then uh, I did a uh, language art festival. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do the festival, you get this chance to skip fourth period. Before mm. period was lunch. Really for next. And you know, lunch is hour and a half because yeah. we had hour classes, but you know, everybody get 30 minutes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And all the hood niggas skip lunch and want to smoke. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. I wanted to skip all the lunches so I could serve everybody A, B, and C lunch. I have an excuse not to go to class. Right. Right. So I did it. I did like a, a poem called Money. He told us about that. Yeah. And when I do this shit, Everybody in the fucking school go crazy. He said that. You know what I'm saying? He said that. I ain't, I'm just, I want to go. I'm mm. trying to trap. That's what Pimp was like, I want to record. That's mm-hmm. kind of like what made Pimp say, like, I want to make beats. I want to record that shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, in 11th, that's in 10th, that's what I was in 10th grade then. Mm-hmm. So, in 11th grade, 
that's when we played basketball. Y'all was in the same grade, though, right? We were in the same grade. Okay. We were in the same class. So he would pimp would be on the locker, and I would do I would do the poem. But it was like a it was like an acapella. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I would do it. Everybody on my basketball team, they all them niggas seen the ad list. Shit like Sunset Park. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we used to do this shit all day. Just want me to hit this shit all the time. But you gotta think in school, like I smoke weed for practice, smoke weed for games. Yeah. Like my coach, my coach knew I smoke weed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they like, cool with it because you can play. Still perform. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but this ain't no shit. Just like you know how you got some kids who just like, bro, don't be doing it. That ain't cool. Like mm-hmm. I've been smoking since I was twelve. I mm-hmm. smoke weed. I roll my own weed. I buy my own weed. Mm-hmm. Sell my own weed. I, I do my thing. Right. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, so I used to get geeked in high school before games. Okay, shit, I was thugging. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I was, I always been intelligent, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I always understood I'm a part of my environment, but I'm going to strive for more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to indulge myself with a whole bunch of information to help me get what I want to get. So I'm going to still do nigga shit, but as soon as I see my opportunity, I'm going to take it. That's so smarter. I, I That's want, smarter. I mm-hmm. wasn't one of them kids who was always just stuck in the hood. If I said opportunity, I'm leaving. All right, y'all. Yeah. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so 11th grade, I mean, 12th grade, Pimp, he didn't, he didn't make the basketball team, so he went to another high school. Okay. Yeah, he told us about that. And yeah. I feel I failed classes my 11th grade, so, uh, second semester my 11th grade, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know when you play sports and you're good, they just pass you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I didn't, like, I really, I really didn't go to class like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> they used to tell me, like, if you miss one more day, you, you you can't come to school no more. And I, it, it was something about me like, I can't fail. Nigga, mm-hmm. I can't be no. Y'all graduated. Nigga, now they graduate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Nigga, yeah. hell no, no, not me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And I've been smart. And I always been like, a test to myself. I always been like, I'm gonna be the smartest nigga in my classroom. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn. You got the little the, the kid over here with the glasses on, mm-hmm. with the backpack, who makes straight A with the braces. I'm smarter than him. Mm. And I always been like that. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. didn't like to do homework. You know what I'm saying? Like my teachers just be like, since you, you back there sleeping, you back there talking, come teach the class. And I'm the type I hate them teachers like that. I, but mm-hmm. I'm the type, I love it though. Yeah, okay, Because I'm the type, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to teach the class. Just to prove man, I swear to God, man, yeah. it feel it feel like I'm listening to him. Y'all the same, bro. Talk I went to school with this nigga. He was the same way, bro. He ain't give zero fucks about going. But, but when something was put on the table, he get that shit done. I'd be like, what the fuck? And I'm sitting up here studying this shit, yeah. fucking up my goddamn head, yeah. trying to feel it, barely goddamn past niggas going and knocking shit out. Yeah, Mad right. as motherfucker. Same with the same way. Yeah. Yep. You, know what I'm saying? you felt like school was uh, at a certain point, did you feel like it was a waste of time? No, I just felt like Money more it wasn't challenging enough, mentally. I agree with that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One thing about school. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. 
It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Is for one, you got to like to learn. Mm-hmm. That's true too. That's, yeah. that's one. You know what I'm saying? And two, you got to have somebody who can teach you the way you, you need to be taught. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the key. You, you think the curriculum fucked up? Like, just the curriculum in general? Yeah, like, But no, because it's not what you do in school. School don't teach you shit but structure. No, that's what I'm saying. Like The curriculum doesn't really matter, though. You could take... But, but, what, but what if they was teaching niggas how to, like, get good credit... Or teaching I mean, niggas how I, to get I, job and shit like that. Of, like we I had mean, classes like that. Of course, that better, now, like, yeah. nigga, that's life. But yeah. they're not gonna teach you life because it's not designed for you to be an entrepreneur. Bro, mm-hmm. I swear to God, these niggas gave me pushback on him, and I said yeah. exactly yeah. what did I not skip? I said exactly yeah. what you said just now. It's bro. not though. It is not. It's it's built for you to be a worker. Yeah, it's built. It's, it's built for you to be a worker. Like, get up in the morning. Teach you how to go. Yeah. Be on point time. A, point to B. Mm-hmm. It teach you how to stress. It teach you how to study to be on point for what you're trying to do. But it don't teach you how to be a boss. Uh, they thought I was. But stupid, but, I but is school necessary? No, not necessarily. T- t- I, I depend on how you feel. I can't yeah. tell somebody else that. Yeah. They like t- they like somebody saying, "Polly, wash your chicken off." And I'm like, nigga, I'll put that shit out the pan, put the bitch on the stove. Right. <laughs> to each his own. Right. Well, well, you see what I'm saying? I, yeah. well, this is what I told him. I said, well, going to school, like, it took me out of out of a box. Like, me thinking one way, but then when you meet different people and see what they go through, then it's kind of like, oh, shit, we kind of the same. We just handle shit in different ways. He and said, then, he and said, then it, it brought, out, brought out my social skills. I didn't have no social skills like that yeah. dealing with other coaches than with my, I feel more comfortable with my people, but if I'm talking to goddamn Jenny over here, it's like, shit, I don't really know what the, how to converse with her makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to sound ignorant to her. She's going to sound ignorant to me. But that ain't the structure of school, though. Yeah, well, I mean, but if, if it went for me going to college, would I have got the opportunity to meet different people? Or would I still have been stuck in the hood? Yeah, it, depends, it depends on you. Yeah, exactly. It depends on you. He's talking about the structure of school. Yeah. School yeah. is teaching. Structure, it's, it's all it teaches structure. Really, you... When you learn how to read, write, and do math, you learn it in third grade, you done. Unless you want to be a doctor and do fucking yeah. surgery or some shit. You done. You done. None of that shit you use in school, like you learned in school, in middle school, high school, you use right now. Nothing. None. Exactly. We learned to do this whole shit right here on our own. The, 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 geeks, yeah. the geeks who was super into computers when we thought it wasn't cool and shit, and goddamn, they was learning math and, and all that shit, we like... They, they won. They winning right yep. now. Because the shit that they was learning for real, for real, that's what we use it. Yeah. And now, and the people who do computers have been taught to be self-sufficient. We don't need a company. The company needs us. Mm-hmm. We're going to make your work easy. Yep. They, yeah. te- they don't teach you that in school. And they didn't uh-huh. do that by on purpose. It's just, words just turned into computers. Yep. Right. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yep. So necessarily, you don't necessarily need school. And you can learn all the stuff that you say you learn. Mm-hmm. You can learn that. You just got to take opportunities. You got to be around other people to help you grow, help your mind grow bigger than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like one thing about my dad. You know what I'm saying? My dad used to always challenge me mentally. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I want to do something, why you want to do this? He going to ask me a thousand questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just, and I just be like, why you asking me all these questions? Yeah. And as I get older, I do the same shit to my kids. Because now you understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ask me something, why? But why is that then? Why yep. is that right there? And yeah. if you don't know that, you're not ready. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I just really just tell people really, and I like I use this quote all the time. I got it from my homeboy Loom. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that boy Loom. It's up that podcast. Okay. He got a podcast too. But he say, 
we do, I was doing an interview with him. And he said, like, you got to deal with information. Mm -hmm. It's like I had an epiphany. And that shit just slapped me. And I just started thinking about shit. I was just like, you know what? He's saying that shit in the means of, like, you just got to understand what you're saying. But I took it more than that. And I took it like, if you deal with information, you cut out emotions. Mm. Okay. That real? You cut out emotions. Yeah. Cause this nigga, this is what it gonna be or this is what it gonna be. Yeah. So it don't matter how you feel about it, you just gonna pick what you want to do regardless. Mm -hmm. It's gonna show. It's gonna show. <laughs> you yeah. see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But at least you know when you pick this, I know I know what's going on when I pick this. He always say you can't argue with facts. Yeah. You can't bring out yeah. the information. The information you know real. So and I think that if people do that, they'll study more, they'll learn more, they'll they'll um, read stuff, digest more. Watch more, listen more, listen more carefully. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So and if people do that, you don't necessarily need school. I think if you drop out, I think after fifth grade, you start doing life life lessons. Okay, in sixth grade, all of sixth grade, you're doing mm -hmm. farming, nigga. Yeah. Right. Then all of seventh grade, you're doing mechanic work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then all of eighth grade, you're doing that. I think that'd be, be way more helpful. You'll be prepared yeah. for life. More like trades, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you'll be way more. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And then you think about this. All the people who drop out of high school, when they go get their GED, what do they take? What do they teach them? Do they te teach them a trade? Right. Yep. Everybody who go to Shit, GED, they use their trade. Yeah. yeah. So when you true. drop out of school, most of the people who dropped out of school is doing decent now. Forklift drivers. Mm -hmm. CDL uh, license. license. Yep. yep. <laughs> all that shit, yeah. All that yeah. shit, man. A nigga yeah. getting to some money, bro. Yeah. Like, they been getting to it, same too. same shit we said. Yeah. Like, you doing what? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm on the cop. It's becoming self-sufficient. How right. can I... I'm my own business. How can I make your business better? Right. And me, yeah. and you being a bigger corporation, you having more money and more clients, I just do make my business up under you and make what you do better. Now, you're hiring me as a contractor. Mm. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And I pay myself under my own business. Yep. You ain't got to pay me to pay my business. I think people just follow what... 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. They don't program in society just for the look of success. Just like, just like marriage. People think marriage is a sign of success they may think going to school getting a college degree is a sign of success but like we always say like everybody want to look like something instead of just really actually having something yeah like there's no value yeah. they ain't dealing with information yeah 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 that, 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 I, this shit be so i tell you i i, I took that <coughs> equation i throw this shit in everything like because yeah. they ain't dealing with information mm -hmm. if you judging what success is off of what somebody else label success is you already lost mm-hmm off the muscle. That's you real. Don't even know what you don't even know what the fuck you want to do. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's Shit, real. Nigga, Wednesday night. I know some people like going skiing. Every Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah. They going skiing like a motherfucker. Saturday, <laughs> these niggas don't miss it. These niggas yeah. 40, 42 years old. They ain't been skiing ever since I've been young. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what they like to do. I don't right. like skate. It's all about what, yeah. what's best for you. It's all yeah. what's best for you. Yeah. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you just understand, you know what I'm saying? Now, I know some people who ride bikes now. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the new thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nigga, what you riding a bike for? Probably give me exercise, I ain't gonna run. Mm -hmm. I ride a bike. Me riding a bike, give me exercise, burn calories, full body workout. And now they telling me, and I'm like, 
Now I'm dealing with information. Full body workout, oh, you should pound down. You can ride, what you well, I rode 10 miles a day. Okay. But, you know what I'm saying? Younger you wouldn't want to hear that though. Nah. Mm. nah. See, now you take nah, it but in. you know what? Yes, younger me would have. I always been a person to to sponge up information. Mm. Just, I don't know why. I I'm the same like way. That. I want to yeah. know. I'm the same way, bro. I ain't nosy, but I want to know. Yeah. yeah. I want to know. Yeah. So just in case I'm having a conversation with Bradley over here, like mm-hmm. you just said, you yeah. couldn't talk. I'm gonna, I, me and Bradley finna have a hell of a conversation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I just always, I don't know. And and the older I get, the more all this stuff start to come in play. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, you did end up going to college. You end up running to the pen. But was he the reason what made you really want to get serious with rapping then? Because I know you say you didn't really care about rapping like that. No. Or did you just see some money in it? No. I didn't. I really didn't give a fuck about the rap shit. But he said you were good at it. He said you were really but good. I, I never really cared about the rap shit. I never tried to be, never aspired to be a rapper, never nothing. I had that, I told you, Tim Gray, I had that, that, that one verse. But you were playing with it so much. I thought but, you, you. No, know. but I, I didn't, Tim verse, I had that one, that one verse. Okay. And then I didn't know nothing about bar, bars. So the, the verse is like 20 bars. 20 so you know how to bars. count them at that time. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a hook and like 20, 20 bars. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I did that. So you got to think at this time, every time I hear a song, an instrumental, I'm rapping this verse. Mm. But at the time, ain't no instrumentals. Ain't no free instrumentals. Mm-hmm. All instrumentals is somebody that done been song that done been rapped on already. Mm-hmm. That's true. You see what I'm saying? That's true, yeah. So I ain't see Pimp 12th grade. Buddy and two of my homies from my projects is the reason I went to school. Well, they the reason the opportunity led me. I went to school to trap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I went. Well, a lot of yeah. money in college, bro. No, I'm talking about I yeah. literally went. I I went to school with them. They told me to ride with them. I said, if y'all smoke some weed with me. Because they were trying to tell me to go to school. I was like, go to no fucking school. They were like, bro, you know. They they, 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 was, they some niggas from the project, but they all been positive here. They mm-hmm. weren't in the trap and all the shit I was doing. They mm-hmm. was yeah. playing football, basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we go to school. Our HBCUs are on the fucking project campus. Mm-hmm. And he asked me for some weed. He gave me more money than I expected. I'm staying. Uh, and I went up there and I wrote. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And by me going to night school, I, see, I went to night school my whole 12th grade year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Both semesters. So it boosted my grade points average in 12th grade. Because I made mean, all A's and B's in night school. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I qualified for a whole bunch of scholarships. So it was easy for me to just go up there and just say, I want this scholarship, this scholarship, this scholarship. And then I was in school. That was a pipeline school from your high school, basically? Mm, kind of. kind of, everybody. That was like the college go-to if you didn't really get into college, you wanted to go to college. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Because we, we had a little, we had a plug up there. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so that was the beginning of the end of the school year, you know. Um, so then, you know, the summertime go, then you go back for orientation. Okay. First, day, first, day, first day of orientation, I'm walking down the sidewalk. Hey, this fucking beat playing out the boys door. I'm hearing it. I'm rapping it. She go right with it. I walk in the fucking room. It's pimp. Mm. Just so I, like that. I ain't seen pimp in the year. He like, the fuck you doing? He like, said yeah, that. nigga, I'm in college. He nigga. said that. Yeah. Like, yeah, nigga, like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah he yeah. said that. So, okay, so you brought Buddy with you? Because I know he said, I know. Buddy already went to school up there. Buddy graduated before me. That's about with the group wise. Like, was you the no, one? Yeah, Buddy. I made Buddy start rapping. But see, because Buddy was always good at concepts. Like, 
books and shit smart. like that. Like Buddy was real fucking smart. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like R. P. Butter like, too, man. Yeah, rest easy, right. Buddy. But it was like a straight A student, mm. like really, really smart. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? And um, he's always come up concepts. Well, this right here. And then I told you, I, I used to, I'm de- I, I informed with information. Mm-hmm. So he, I'm like, that shit smart as hell. So he just say shit, and I just take shit, and I just make hooks out of this shit. Right. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So since he made me come to school, then he was my he was my roommate, but yeah. he was my roommate. And I was like, nigga, you made me come to college, so nigga, you rapping too? If I gotta rap. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I never really went to class. I just go to Pimp Room every damn route. So you so you knew Buddy before before Pimp did? Yeah. See, I knew Buddy because my homeboy Ray Sean Danielle from my project Born Home. They used to hoop. And Buddy really didn't hoop. So they used to come get me and we used to play three on three, two on two, five mm-hmm. on five for money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um and they, they used to play everybody. And they used to they were sorry as fuck. We used to beat the shit out of everybody. Free money. So I yeah. love going with them niggas, and that's yeah. how I ended up meeting Buddy. Okay. Because you got to think, Buddy from, Buddy from Flipper Temple. He from Hollywood Road. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And in my times growing up, you don't, we don't fuck with, born home niggas don't fuck with other niggas. So we don't fuck with other niggas from other projects at all. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So you knew Charlotte Lowe growing up and all that. Yeah, I, yeah, I so, grew up watching Charlotte Lowe. Hold on, yeah. could he hoop forever? How did those yeah. bitches him just, just bust no, a nigga ass like Charlotte that? Lowe wasn't busting no nigga ass, but he used to hoop. He did. Yeah. Who, he would get out there and run with y'all and everything. Of course, hell yeah. Sean mm. Logan got hell yeah, right like a motherfucker. Damn. Yeah. He'll score too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He ain't really play no defense. <laughs> <laughs> He'll fire shit at your right. ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Damn, that's crazy. So, so we asked Pimper man, how did the group form for y'all to be a group? Like them franchise boys. If you had to say what happened, because I know y'all, like you say, you and Buddy, all y'all was from different places. Really, I know mm-hmm. Pimper say Jizzle man. Both of them for Allen Temple. Yeah, but he said he never seen them like that until the, the rap shit started popping out. So how did the group form? Because it seemed like y'all were supposed to be individuals, really. Nah, we was individuals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When, um, when the deal came, when it's time for the deal, um, White T was on the radio. We didn't have, we wasn't even the group. There's a bunch. This is just y'all rapping. That she's was it. She's just rapping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like I told you, that first that song I did, the first, the first thing I did, was the fucking biggest underground hit in Bankhead history. What song? To this day, Money. Okay, yeah. yeah. To this day. Mm-hmm. Money is the biggest underground hit on Bankhead. To Stand this day. on that. Facts. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And that was my first song. I never wanted to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. And when I did that song, I performed the song at like all the college, all the HBCUs, John C. Smith, NC State. I went everywhere. Everywhere I went, they were like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. when I came home and went back to school, the song was like the hottest song in the hood. The niggas didn't wow. even know it was me. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that song ended up becoming the hottest song in the streets. Not just on the west side, everywhere. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But by then, when we come back from school on spring break, we record White T. You know what I'm saying? So by the time the summer come, I'm doing shows for my song Money. Mm-hmm. So we would do song. I would do the, the I would uh, perform, but I would take, I would do a song with me, Buddy, and Jizzle on it. Cause Pimpy really wasn't even a rapper. He was the producer. producer. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I took a song with me, Buddy, and Jizzle. We performed there. It was called We in the A. We from the A. Mm-hmm. Then we would do White T. Then I would do Money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Did that the whole summertime. I went back to school first semester of my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I got suspended the end of my second semester of my freshman year. I come back and get to fight again, so they kicked me out. By the time I come back home, Money is the hottest song in the club, period. They playing this shit five times a night. Mm-hmm. 
Dang. This is the song you play. Like it's like future now. Like when you want the club, when the club dying down, people say like you you play this song, yeah. everybody wake their ass yeah, up. Yeah. This was the song they played. But yeah. now they ain't just playing it. Now white tea is getting played just like that shit. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And when I came home from college, I started trapping and I started selling two for fives. Okay. Two nicks for five dollars. I remember they were talking about you were the only nigga they had you know that had at that time. Yes, and yeah. I was, I'm the first. Me and my crew were the first niggas in the city of Atlanta with a two for five trap. Mm-hmm. So you got to think, low is shout. He's still low. Mm-hmm. He trapped. He's from my projects. So it was a time of period. Time of period. Nobody couldn't get no money in my hood. Damn. And that kind of started like tension. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It kind of started a whole bunch of tension. That got me known from, you know, doing what I was doing in the streets, mm-hmm. from trapping, you know what I'm saying? And so when niggas found out that that was my song, that me was rapping, it was like, kind of like when Charlotte started rapping. Like, it was like, man, that's, like, that's low, nigga. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, but even though low was, low name was way on the bigger scale, my name was just on like some, on some hood shit, like mm-hmm. street niggas and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so... That got me known. Gotcha. So when I come back, White T and Money, these are the hottest songs. So now I'm performing songs. I got bankroll now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I'm coming in the club. I got nine, ten thousand 10000 in my pocket. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing what I want to. I'm yeah. fucking all kind of shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, the song, Get On The Radio, um, through a little man, little, little situation we had. Mm-hmm. And got down, the label came. Mm. White T was the number one song on the radio. We mm. didn't have no deal. We didn't have no label. We didn't have no group name. Mm. But they want a group. Huh? They want a group. No, people don't know that. It's just know whose song is this. They don't oh. know what fucking who yeah, it is, okay. who what. They ain't even seen the picture of us. Yeah, right. yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's mm. pre-internet. Right. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no internet. There ain't no internet yeah. this time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. 2003. Yeah. <laughs> you, see what, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, when the labor started coming, Buddy, Jizzle, Pep, and me was really like the most consistent ones out of everybody who was recording. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I was just like, shit, nigga, we'll be a group. We shit, we been doing, we all have been doing this shit together. So, we should be a group. So, then they were like, shit, get a group night. We couldn't find no group name. Pimp was the franchise. I know he was franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was Atlantic who said, Why y'all be uh, the franchise boys then? And we was like, We fuck with that shit right there. Mm, yeah. We from the we from the hood, so everything is slain, so we're gonna be dumb. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Boom. Universal. But see we ended up signing Universal though, cause they gave us the money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They gave us all the money. Yeah, Pimp told us. He said, hey, y'all, everything go for yeah. it. Now, now, I got two questions for you now. When did you get your first big check? And then when you did start getting getting your checks, was it a hard transition from you leaving the streets alone and solely putting your energy only into music? Did you ever leave one alone? Did you keep both? Shit, they gave her that. Uh, well, our first deal was a five. Universe gave her mm-hmm. 500000 Okay. All right. For y'all to split or piece? Nah, just but you know, then it's for the album. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like that shit. It's the budget, like, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's the budget. Yeah. Like, now a label might say, okay, we're gonna get a hundred thousand for you. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the deal going, however they short, they, they ain't short. Right, right, back right, then, right. Okay. If, if they give your ass a million dollars, let a million dollars for your album. Right. Yeah. Now, if you want to spend a hundred, it's, That's on, it's you. on you. Gotcha. Now, if you got the resources, make it sound good for a hundred, where you just made a hell of a cap. Yeah. But still, you're not going to get the 900000 because the no. label controls your money. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think we was probably one of the first groups to ever get all the money. Mm-hmm. They sent us 425000 Damn. And we looking at this shit. We got this shit in the joint bank account. Four hundred twenty-five motherfucking thousand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Limba chicken chowmin, Macheta aka Big Wara. Yo, it's Big Fred aka Daddy Tuzoadi Podcast. Kiki Tubafeto, and we are the Sobering Podcast. Tune in to us every second Wednesday for fire conversations and interviews about South African music, sneakers, and street culture. Check us out on the Revolt Podcast Network. Shout out to our moms. But you got to think too, though. That was my first time with access to that much money of mines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I had done, at this time, I probably had done counting a million dollars two or three times. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I wasn't new to being around money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like when we did first did white tea, it was a lot of little little small labels trying to come give us ten, twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. I used to be in the fucking meetings with ten thousand, fifteen thousand on me. So you feel like yeah. they're trying, you really I just yeah. whip this shit out of my ten twenty <laughs> <laughs> I got that now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I used yeah. I was like black youngster. Yeah. And Kodak yeah. Black mix. Yeah. So I, I used to be in fucking meetings like Hell no, like, yeah. cause I ain't no understand about business etiquette. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. being a nigga. That, yeah. I, everything was street to me. What you talking about? What? Hell no, man. <laughs> you <laughs> didn't know you doing your you know thing. And see, yeah. then the rest of the my, uh, like pimp butt and juice, like they wanted to do a few of these things mm-hmm. because they weren't in the position that I was in. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I was just like, hell no, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And shit, but I'm glad we held out though. Yeah, like he said, was it hard for you to transition though? I I was never a rapper. Mm. But what I'm saying, no. you was a street nigga though, so was it hard yeah, for you to that, stop yeah. the street shit to be the rapper? I wasn't there. I never was a rapper. I just rap. It's a difference. I, I, yeah, I guess. So. I mean, business wise, though. So you like never, you said you, you didn't you know just, how to handle. Let me ask you this then: mm-hmm. If I cook hot wings, hamburgers, and hot dogs, French fries, and shit, nachos, mm-hmm. and I sell them at my house, does that make me a chef? Mm, good point. Nah. No, I don't. You're Maybe right. I cook. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But at some point, did you get to a point where you actually enjoyed what you were just doing? No, I loved it. Mm. I loved okay, the rap, okay. but I just never was a rapper. Because I never wanted to be a rapper. But mm. when you start getting that respect, like niggas like, yo, pop, like, like, like they know who you is. It's like, did you ever feel like, okay, damn, I'm a, I'm a rapper now. Nigga, I, yeah, no, I feel like a celebrity. Okay, I never okay. I feel like a rapper. When did you fit, get that uh, first feeling of a celebrity? I've I been like... That's my like outside of Bon outside of Atlanta. When you went somewhere, you were like, "Oh, this shit real." You know me out here, like this shit real now. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Mm. Especially in that height, like 05 time. You know what I'm saying? See, I, I don't, I can't identify it because I always been a part of that line. Like I've been, I've been mm-hmm. popping since I was young. Like I've been mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the nigga come dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, do the MC Ham, do the Humpty Dumpty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, this boy say he fast. Come race him. Yeah. He say he fight. Box him with the gloves. I've been that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like I've been star basketball, football player. Like I've been used to the, the attention. I've gotcha. been used to. It. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when they start gaining, I just start showing like 
more street love. Mm, you see what I'm you. saying? Like when yeah. I went to shows in other in other cities, them niggas went to the hotel and they wanted the promoter to bring them the weed. I wanted to go to the project to get my own weed. You wanted mm-hmm. to feel that the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and but I used to go to projects. And it's shit, if it's six of y'all in this bitch, I say all y'all niggas come to the club with me tonight on VIP. And y'all now y'all got y'all whole crew in the VIP with me. And I'm giving y'all bottle. Hey, yeah, give him a bottle, him a bottle, him a bottle. You see what I'm saying? Cause I always wanted to connect it with the streets. Cause I always knew that probably you'll be back here. Mm. You see what I'm saying? My mind frame never left street. Even though I was doing music, everything I was doing was just kinda like, shit, boy, shit, boy, I might meet a nigga up here. She, he might yeah, want yeah. some. Goddamn, I might come back. I don't my mind, which is like that. You know what I'm saying? You feel like that's way of networking too. It was big network. Yeah, that that's all. That's all I was doing. But, yeah. but I'm about yeah. word to my dog tr- trouble. My dog trouble say, yeah. I was on the show trying to find a plug the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, man. But I mean, you gotta at some point when you got. 40,000 people screaming for you. That had to be a different feeling than you winning a dice game. Eight niggas saying, "Oh, he got me." It, it, it was, yeah, but not to the impact of me observing it mm-hmm. because I don't know them. It right. feel better when somebody who I know. Makes sense. It feel yeah. better. It feel better when I look out for somebody who I know fucked up well, and got- I see them again. They like, but I appreciate the boy. I got them. Boy, I still got yeah. my lights on. Respect for yeah. the peers. Yeah. That that gives me more than a hundred thousand people saying poly poly poly. I don't fucking yeah. know y'all. Like I, I respect. I love y'all because y'all love my crowd. Yeah, but. That shit don't touch me. I gotta, mm-hmm. I gonna never see y'all again. Your, gotcha. your peers mean more. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. A, like, I'm, I don't know. I, I got that Black Panther in me. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. Um, in my opinion, man, I feel like you was the, the heart of the group. Do you feel like you were the heart and soul of the group yourself? Of course. I feel. Yeah. Who, don't, who don't know that? Like, <laughs> All the energy, everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do think though, like every like, it's, it's a team, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like. Jordan didn't win them championship by himself. Mm. Kobe didn't win them by himself. Mm-hmm. LeBron didn't win them by himself. That's right. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's going to always be somebody who's going to take on the bulk of the things. You know what I'm saying? But I think them niggas played a major part because you got to think, I didn't want to do none of this shit. They used to come get me from the hood to do shows. And I was like, here I come. I would go in the front door and I'd go out the back door. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. I didn't want to go do shows. Like, yeah. you know what? How much did they give us? $1,000. I'm fucking finna leave. I'm finna leave this shit to go make a thousand dollars, bro. Yeah, nah, dog. Hell, yeah. nah. I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. But I start understanding, like the bigger picture. Yeah, I start mm-hmm. understanding, like you know what I'm saying, because we started getting bigger. Right. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So nah, it wasn't just huge. little shit no more. Shit started getting the five thousand. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then like, it, who don't love the attention? Like everybody fucking loves attention. Right. You know what I'm saying? So me just getting the the people just saying like, hell yeah, nigga, goddamn. I'm popping, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm popping, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, shit, hell yeah, we're going to go. And and, and like I say, I'm kind of glad everything happened because, like I say, if Pimp and and, and Jizz and Buddy never goddamn came and come get me, shit, I probably wouldn't have been rapping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I probably That shit would probably die way back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, y'all blow up, white tea blow up. It's a couple things I want to just get your opinion on, man. Mm -hmm. Okay. Was you the first person to walk it out, bro? Oh, oh, or did Unk start that trend for her? Because I think I seen you first doing it. Man, Unk's so far behind fucking goddamn down the, behind the eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dog. Pippa said you the first nigga to do it. But see, 
a lot of this shit that people are doing, a lot of this culture originated mm. from born home. Facts. A lot of this shit. You see what I'm saying? So it's hard It's hard for a lot of people, even though people was in the pool palace and around that time, mm-hmm. to understand the origin of some of this shit because they, was actually, they wasn't actually really there. You okay. see what I'm saying? Gotcha. The pool palace came from... The pool palace, which is the pool palace, which is the walk out, which is the two-step, whatever you want to call it. All this shit is the pool palace. Yeah. And the reason I say the pool palace is because that's the dance everybody did, the pool palace. Mm-hmm. But this is how they got on it. At the time when I had that song called Money, mm-hmm. it was no underground song getting played nowhere. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The only song was getting played at this time was Moot being Lil Maul had a song called uh, uh, First Street Walk. Well, no, they had a song called "I'm about to I'm about to jump off." Moobie had a song talking about to jump off. They was they was playing, but you know he was a host. They gonna mm-hmm. play his shit, but they started doing Front Street Woe. Front Street Woe is a dance that my homie Black used to do in the front of Born Home. We started calling the front of Born Home Front Street because niggas just chopping on Front Street. It's the hottest part because mm-hmm. the police at. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Black used to do that dance all the time, so they made this, they made the song a dance. And Front mm-hmm. Street Woe was a dance, and it just rocked back and forth. You know what I'm saying? They just squat with your hips and go up and down. So what started happening was motherfuckers started freaking it. So instead of going up and down and forward, motherfuckers started going side to side. And that's what birthed the pool palace. Right. So now niggas just doing the dance. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And the dance that had no name to it, niggas just doing it. Mm -hmm. And then later on, K-Rap did uh, pool palace. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, okay, now I seen, we had Fable on him too. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm-hmm. And we had Pimpin' on him. We talked about the lean with it, rock with it, or a snap, or whatever. I know y'all, I think it was you and Fable had a back and forth one time on, on Instagram Live or something like that. Mm-hmm. Bro, can we, can we get some clarity on that? Like, who started that? Because he said his uncle, uh, somebody came up with it. And I know you was saying that you, you didn't see none of that or some shit, you know. I'm just put that clarity. I'm from Barn Hall. Fable from Bankhead Court. Mm. Bankhead Court don't fuck with Barn Hall. Barn Hall don't fuck with Bankhead Court. Yeah. I don't know nobody from Bankhead Court besides the nigga I fought and got into it with. I never knew Fable. Until later on. I don't know Fable's uncle. Yeah. I don't even know his uncle. Mm-hmm. I don't know his mom, don't know his dad, don't know his brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. If you bet Fable's sister's brother right here, I wouldn't fucking know it. Mm-hmm. How the fuck do I know what John could done did? <laughs> right. right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So now, we was doing the Lean With It Rock With It on YT video. I remember right. that. Yep. This is before Fable was even in d for well. Yeah. Because yeah. if you watch the first YT video, I'm going to show y'all after this. Everybody in d for well in the video. Arnold, Lamar, Brasky, Front Street, Booty, everybody. Because, nigga, I, this is my fucking hood. Nigga, it's my projects. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this in the fucking video. Lean with it, rock with it originated. If, you're not, if, you, if you watch how we do it on white TV video, even the white TV video we shot with Universal. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We was doing it on that. We was brushing each other's shoulder off. Yeah, y'all were doing yeah. yeah. It really came from a form of the A-Town Stump. Mm. But we was from the West Side, so... We ain't necessarily want a goddamn copy, so that would kind of form. Because if you pay attention, when we was doing the lean with rock, we, we were stumping with it. And when we were brushing each other's shoulder, we were stumping with it. He mentioned that. He mentioned that. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Later on, the idea for lean with a rock with it. See, then you got to think about this. Pimp, Jizz, and Buddy don't dance. 
Damn, I ain't think about that. They don't dance. Because you most of I them. was that. I was yeah. the one who used to dance. Mm-hmm. I think you got them into doing it, though. You know what I'm saying? I on. mean, if we got a song called Land With a Right With You, I mean, you're going to you're going to You got to. Dance. Yeah. And then the, the dances we was doing was dances that everybody in the fucking hood was doing. Yeah. Right. You went to the pool battle, you doing these dances. Mm-hmm. Even if you could do them or not, you doing them motherfuckers. It's just because that's what everybody in the hood do. Facts. You see what I'm saying? So I had a group called Ben Hill Squad. I had a label called, I had a group called Ten Little Niggas. Mm-hmm. I had uh, 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 a group called Back and Road, Back and Road Click, mm-hmm. which was Charlie now. Took all them niggas, and this is time I don't quit the group. I ain't, I ain't, he told us I was going to get to yeah, that. I ain't doing the franchise shit no more. I'm doing my own shit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So all my groups are like the hottest shit in the pool palace. You know what I'm saying? So I said, I'm going to make a song. On the song called Get Jiggy, Ben Hill Squad. Oh, that was all? Nah, I was on Get Jiggy. It was ATM. Okay, gotcha. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Okay. But that dance and song was probably one of the one of the yeah. most iconic. I don't know. I don't understand how that shit didn't become walking out and lean with a rock. Remember that song? For real, for real. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So young one said, I jig and I lean and I rock. Yeah. And they said, it smacked me in my face. I told you be having epiphanies all the time. When people say shit, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah. God help me. I see it different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My homeboy Daryl, my homeboy Daryl used to dance. He's a gangster. Been a gangster since he was twelve. He's a sniper. You know what I'm saying? But he was a gangster. But we used to dance. We used to be geeked up. We used to, you know, mm-hmm. we dance. We don't give a fuck about nobody. Thing like we we did for real, in right. real life. You can't assassinate our character. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? It is what it is. So he used to do this. Okay, he used to do this dance. Where he used to be leaning back and forth. And he got there be snapping his finger and kicking his leg out of shit. Yeah. And only yeah. he did it. Do this dance. Yeah, we used yeah. To, and I'm the type of person that. I'm gonna I'm rib you up. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Yeah. If you, I'm gonna tell you, don't do nothing around me. I'm gonna yeah. go, go, go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. one of them. So when he said that, I was like, oh shit. So I, I mixed the shit he was doing, my homie Darren was doing, with the shit we was doing from the White TV video. And that's how I got lean with it, rock with it. Mm. And I got the name from Young One. So he said it on that song. He said it on the song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and he got, at the time, nobody doing this dance. Yes, anybody uh-huh. at the pool battles. Ain't nobody doing this goddamn dance. Yeah. yeah. If they was, a nigga would have had a song for it. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. a fact. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I call all my groups. I say, um, I'm going to call uh, Trap Squad was another hot group at the time. And I respected them a lot because them niggas were from the east side and the niggas come to the pool palace. Mm. Anytime a nigga from another hood used to come to the pool palace, I was amused by this shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this nigga he actually came. really came over yeah. here in the hood. Yeah. I yeah. fuck with you, bro. Like, yeah. nigga, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. nobody fucking came. I remember when the pool palace opened, bro. Street niggas didn't even come to the pool palace, bro. Like, niggas didn't want to come. Everybody started coming when it became, when, when the rap thing started coming to happen, and everybody started coming. Because that's the cool shit to yeah. come to. Niggas won't yeah. never fall. That's why I'm saying, yeah. Uncle them, they, this shit, they, they way down the line. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And um, so um, we was doing the shit, and then um, I call him, I get them, I said, "Buck, you gonna make the beat?" Cause Buck and Trap Squad was their producer, mm-hmm. and that's Pimpin's cousin. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, "Okay, shout it, Black, you gonna get on here?" So everybody on the song was all my artists besides one. Mm-hmm. So I go get Charlay, Charlay on. I go get I go get um Charlie. I say Charlie, I got this hook. I'm gonna say lean with it. You gonna say rock with it? 
So we were out from Simpson Road all with a Spanish trace on Calder Road. And the whole time, I'm saying lean with it, he's saying rock with it. I don't have a beat yet. Only thing I know is that it got to have snaps in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all I know. Because it's going to go with the dance. When we start making the beat, me and Buck going back and forth because he don't want to put snaps in it. Mm-hmm. He like, it's soft. Snaps is soft, bro. Then you put the claps <laughs> on like, nigga, this ain't your shit, though. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? This ain't your shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we end up making the goddamn beat. This on this is Wednesday. We leave Spanish Trace, go straight to the pool palace. Perform this shit 20 times in a row. Yeah. Instant hit. It's up there. Instant hit. Now you gotta think. Lean with Rockwood is on the radio. Mm-hmm. Buddy Pimp or Jill's not even on it. I remember that time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They're yeah. not even on the song. Cause then y'all Went back. I think Jermaine Dupri made a phone call with Pimp. Nah, no, yeah, no. Nah, Jermaine Dupri did all oh, that like me remix. Yeah, and then he put it on his Young Fly Flash album, and that song ended up being one of the biggest songs, if not the biggest song on that album for Virgin. Oh. And JD was the president of uh, Virgin at the time of Urban. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And so he was like, "What the fuck y'all got next?" And Lean with a Rock was already on the radio. Then my group Ben Hill Squad, they kind of you know start wanting to do their own thing because mm-hmm. you know, I ain't want no paperwork. So I let them do their thing, yeah. and then I took, uh, and I took, uh, I took uh, shot of black from Trap Squad off. I left Charlie and I left Nut from Ten Little Niggas. Were they mad about that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, but you, yeah, so yeah, it was business. Yeah. So what made you? And now you talked about you left the group. Mm-hmm. What made you leave the group? What was the issue? Because y'all at the time got white tea, y'all bubbling. Because you know? I'm a street nigga, man, and I just felt like niggas weren't respecting the street because of the music we made. You know what I'm saying? But I started making music like that because I was scared to make street music because I was like, I'm going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. The same thing these niggas going to jail for now is the reason why I was doing Lean With It Rock With It. Mm. Oh, wow. That makes sense, though. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you paid attention on all the French Eye Boy songs, I'm always talking street shit. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Like, like, even on Lean With It. Nigga here. You got to peel pop with me. And yeah. you got your ten, nine-year-old kids singing this shit and don't even understand the real, really singing. Cause mm-hmm. Because of the, the, the music that we make is fun music. Yeah. Mm. It's like rock and roll. People listen to the rock and roll, they, they ain't listen to the shit you saying yeah. and the shit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but it was kind of like that. You see what I'm saying? But shit, nah, hell nah. I ain't I went with that shit. So so y'all never really had no big falling out or nothing like that? Nah, it, nah, it wasn't really no shit that they did to to me. Like, what the fuck are they gonna do? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. shit, if I had some money that I want, I'm come get it. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, and niggas want to disrespect no shit. I just, I wanted to make street music. I wanted to make music I wanted to make. I ain't want to dance no more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mm. want to do none of that no more. So lean with a rock with him when you made that, you knew that shit was out of him. Yeah, that bit was out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Because yeah, that, that yeah. technically y'all, the biggest song y'all had, wasn't Facts. it? Yeah. Because yeah. I think that did a little bit better than yeah, it did. who I think they liked me and all of that. Yeah, it did. You yeah, know? It did. Because that went. The, like I was like, damn! When I heard that shit, I'm like, oh yeah, this man, shit ain't gone. That was it. Like, <laughs> like, I knew that shit was gone. Um, later on, man, um, y'all do lean with it, rock with it. Did y- y'all never signed to JD? No, we never had a contract with JD. Never had a contract with JD. Do you prefer the independent route? Or do you prefer major labels? What time? Well, back then, and well now compared to back then, which one would you prefer? Independent now, now for sure. Independent now? Yeah, streams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sense, you can do it yourself. Do it. Back yeah. then, for a major. It's duh, it's easy. Back then, you weren't doing shit. It wasn't no outlets for niggas to create their own shit and put. No, it wasn't none of that shit. Yeah, Don't everybody see that, that P, niggas weren't doing what P was doing. 
Yeah, true. This is this is what it was. Niggas weren't doing yeah. that, bro. Yeah. You know, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Niggas yeah. weren't doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pressing yeah. up CDs. <laughs> yeah, bro. But you got to think yeah. how many people got to believe in you to follow what you're saying, what you do. Like, everybody don't have that. And yeah. niggas who have that, like, I don't give a fuck about no music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't, you know what I mean? Street niggas, you try to get get some labels. Hey, man, get the studio, bro. Get the label, bro. Get the studio. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, bro, you just, you just blew 30,000. Mm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The club, bro. Nigga, get the studio. Niggas just don't be on that shit. Did you ever feel any evening after y'all blew up? And you went back to the hood, and you you done got the y'all done blew up. Y'all got number one song in the country. They done dropped checks on you, and you go back to the hood. Did you ever feel like that hate from people around, or did you did you get love when you went back? It was never a back. I never left. Oh damn! Yeah. So you got to think our first deal, bro. <laughs> Everybody stayed in the projects, mm-hmm. buddy, pimp, Jizzle, and me. Well, now I well I didn't stay in the project. I got me a I got me a two story condo and. A Roswell and Buckhead. Buckhead but yeah. I was in the hood every day. I didn't. Gotcha. I was spending night in the hood. I mm. in the hood. I'm chilling in the hood all night long. I just. Mm. I was always in the hood. You know what I'm saying? So it was never like a. I wasn't gone enough for, for niggas to be like he back. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was asking earlier. So you never really fully switched up. You stayed doing the same shit. You just. Yeah, just got a big bag. I this weekend, nigga. I got yeah. go. I got show, nigga. Yeah. yeah. I'll be yes. back in two weeks, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> call me, tell me what got down, what going on. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. Niggas now, time, what's going you know, on. Niggas yeah. you know, I used to catch flights back home. I, yeah. I ain't going to the show today. Y'all know they don't go back. I gotta go back home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I used to, you know. Yeah. It was yeah. a struggle. Yeah. Now, uh, Pimmer told us a story, bro. I just wanted to make sure this is true. That y'all was supposed to be on balling. You, I wanna say but no, it wasn't, we was on it. When y'all was on, on y'all was on balling. Yeah, was you on. and uh buddy, I wanna Me say. Me, you and Jism. Mm-hmm. So yeah, actually y'all actually recorded y'all versus all that shit. Mm-hmm. Why the hell I was on the hook. That the same hook that's on there now? Nah. With Jaja it, mm-hmm. it's Jim, then it's Jaja. Mm-hmm. It was Jim and it was me. Oh wow. Damn. So did did it, did you ever find out why? It didn't come up with that no, version? So you got to think, though. We didn't hear the song until about a year after we did the song. Oh, so he just held it for a you while. You know what I'm saying? And then we just hear the song, and my manager Chico like, bro, that's the song we did. And so we got, then you got to think, the shit so iconic, the situation, because we recorded the shit in Quad Studio, the same studio Park got shot in. Got shot in, yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So to me, it's being in the music industry and me being a street nigga, I'm yeah. like, nigga, I'm in the studio Park got that shot in. Yeah. <laughs> He walking that motherfucker like, what pop got shot in? When it, when it came in, it, it was right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I'm just. You want to know everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I get to ask questions and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so I, I'll never forget that. Then it was us in there, uh, rest easy, stack bundles. He was in there. Max B was there. You know what I'm saying? Shit, we was, it was a few of the homies in that bitch. Damn, that is crazy. He said yeah. that. He's like, man, they was on that Yeah, Jim said, Jim said uh, on, the, uh, on the FaceTime with. Uh, him and um, when him and French Montana was squashing that shit they little had, mm-hmm. he said on them franchise was on balling. Jim said that shit publicly oh, before wow. already. That was that would have been fucking that crazy. Been crazy. Yeah. Um, this 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 fast forward, man. Uh, what made you get into the podcast, man? What made you start doing that? Especially, you know, because you you know just as well when podcasts first start off. Started off niggas were talking bad about the shit. Niggas shouldn't be doing this and this and that. Now everybody on it. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to be a part of this shit. Mm-hmm. What made you jump out there? What made you say, fuck it, I'm going to try something different? I didn't really want to try the podcast. I was just speaking because I knew people listened to me. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was it was young. I, people could always say that young niggas don't listen. 
and I never had that problem. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So I never could understand. And as I started to just dissect shit, I started saying, you know, niggas don't listen to niggas they don't relate to. That's what it is. They don't relate to you, nigga. Okay, yeah, you get some money, but was you find shit up? Was you robbing shit? You can't talk to the robbers. Talk to the niggas who get money. Mm. The niggas who was robbing, you can't talk to the niggas who get money because you ain't you ain't, you ain't getting no money like this. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Niggas who was finessing, you can't talk to the niggas who, who trapping or niggas who robbing because you weren't finessing. Because right. you was finessing. You mm. see what I'm saying? I done done a little everything, so I feel like niggas can relate to me. And that's what made me start talking. You know what I'm saying? And that's what made me start doing OG talk. Because mm-hmm. I just wanted to get OG's perspective and get them, you know what I'm saying, dropping jewels and games for niggas to just to take. You know what I'm saying? I just want to have one place for niggas just be like, I need some game, let me go pull out of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like podcast was the way for niggas to listen. Because you know, niggas, every, t- every time you go in the trap, niggas on YouTube, watch a podcast, look at the video. <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking about that shit all the time. But I, I think it's great though, cause it it, it it give your fans a different perspective of you. They might have just looked at you one way yeah. when you, you know what I'm saying when you was performing and stuff. Like yo, man, he he out there, but it's like nah, he really like intelligent. Like he know what the fuck he talking about. Like he really got yeah. sense. There's a lot saying? of people don't really know me because yeah. I was before the internet era. Was yeah. you was you nervous when you started? Nervous about what? Just in general, like this is being something talking on camera or something that you ain't, you know what I'm saying? You, you didn't do it until you started doing it. I'm a walker podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, like I told you, I'm, I don't, I don't soak a lot of information up so I can tap in on a lot of different situations and every time I'm talking to niggas, I'm always trying to get a nigga something that I don't learn. So I'm do this shit all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it makes this shit easy. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave you the bugs. Man, you need to try that, bro. Like, Nah, ain't nobody I know doing no damn podcast. And then, 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 and then, Bank and Screen started doing it right when that, when I was talking about, you know, because I've been talking about doing podcast. I've been doing the year. I've been talking about this shit since two thousand like nineteen. They started before you though. Yeah, they started before me. I was just talking. Mm-hmm. Now, so I'm thinking that you, I got to get super big mics. I get a room. I get a nah. desk made. Yeah. You know, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. You, know you know, yeah, you, you know. know what I'm saying? saying? And yeah. Bank used to tell me. Probably just start. Just fucking start doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See, then we started with doing lives. Then when once I started seeing people feeding in on the lives, OG, OG talk lives, I'm like, fuck that shit. We just got to go ahead and start doing some shows. So mm-hmm. it just became easy. That's what's up, man. Yeah, you got the recipe over there, man. I ain't going to lie, man. You work harder than anybody that I see doing podcast, bro, because you drop about two or three a week, damn, that seemed like, man. I seen that you had your 100th episode. Uh, a lot Congrats of people, that. a lot of people uh, saluted you. I think Bank them did, and mm-hmm. people who done came on the show, man. Uh, far as your next move with your podcast, what you plan on doing with it? Do you plan on signing with somebody, giving over the, the, the audio, or what you want to do? I, I don't know. I ain't thought about it. I mm-hmm. mean, I ain't really. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like, man, when you start thinking about shit like this, man. You, you start you start veering off. You got down on your lane, man. Mm-hmm. You know true. what I'm saying? That's true. One thing about it, man, goddamn, if you're riding in your lane, I don't mean to use this analogy, but I got to use it so people understand. Yeah. Gotcha. When you're in the lane, the police want your ass pull over, get what they do. They get behind your ass or they get in front of your ass. They let yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. I want you, goddamn, to stop. I want you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. When a nigga want me, they'll get in this lane. That's true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They'll hit me. Other than that, I'm just going to keep grinding because I'm not doing it to get a deal. I'm mm-hmm. not doing it to, I'm doing it that, for my voice to be heard, for young niggas to. You know what I'm saying? Have someone to listen to. Have somebody reliable to say, but don't do that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, mm-hmm. young niggas, listen. I know y'all like to be in your video with your guns and shit. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I ain't trying to stop you. But do this right here. It's a sight right here. Go get you some fake guns. 
Put the fake guns, go get your fake Glocks and the fake sticks. Mm-hmm. They look just like the same ones from the movie. Right. Put them in your video, Instagram video. Ain't nobody gonna know. It's gonna be the same feel. So now at least when police feds look at your shit, they can't be like they don't know they fake guns. Mm-hmm. You gotta worry about no case. Yeah. I wanna do shit like that, help young niggas. Until they get to the point where they can get it and be like, you know what? I ain't fucking with that shit no more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Then when they get there, I wanna have some more shit for them to be like, okay, now now it's time for you to do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have time to keep Stay at everybody level. So let me just put a whole bunch of information out there for niggas just keep continue to just keep digesting. Yeah. Nah, that's real. Um, when you caught the stride on it, did you what, what was the point where you said, Okay, I got this shit? Like, was it a particular episode where you was like, damn, you know what? Like this shit helped like we catching our stride right now. Was it ever any point when you started recording where you were like, Okay, we I got this shit for sure? I don't know. I I kinda I kind of felt like that before I started because I did a lot of study. Mm-hmm. I didn't just, you know what I'm saying? I studied. You see what I'm too. saying? Yeah, I did too. I, I studied, you know what I'm saying? I studied a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So I, already, I had what I wanted. I already knew what I wanted to do. And I knew what I was doing was different already. I already knew how to talk. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I already knew if somebody say something, I could, I could talk about it with them in an intelligent form and in a street form so niggas can understand. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I can be the bridge. So it was shit was easy to me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I say, I all this shit is the Mm -hmm. same shit that it been since I've been young. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just every time it's just coming in a different form. You see what I'm saying? Not just coming. I just think that podcast, the reason I did all that shit is to do podcasts. So Mm -hmm. now if I don't give a damn who come sit at my table, I can I can have a conversation with them. I do business on them. I do football people. Mm -hmm. I do metaverse people. I do uh, um, um, I think you had Brandon Jacob. That was a yeah, good one, bro. You know what I'm saying? That was a good one. Yeah, I had Stack Five. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that was like, a good one too. Like, and then he I kept it so street, bro. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then yeah. I got relationships with all these people. Right. You see what I'm saying? I'm I'm doing podcasts. I got people come sit down, and people just calling me like, "Polly, how the fuck did you get him to sit down? Yeah, how yeah. the fuck did you get him saying that shit?" Because I've been know these people before I start doing podcasts, bro. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Now you you knew you knew Stat Five before. I knew of him. We've been in the same circle, around mm-hmm. the same circles for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know he, he keep his us on the street. You yeah. know, what I'm saying? he keep his us on the street. But yeah, but I was about to say like I could just tell talking to you now is like it's natural to you like because you I think you probably don't had these conversations even before it was on camera. So it was just natural anyway. By the time you. You know what I'm saying? Actually put it on camera, just like, oh, this ain't about then. I've been talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that too. And then, like, you know how when you study something and you, you hear somebody say something mm-hmm. and you add what they say to what you studied. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like somebody talk about something that you like. Nigga, you, you read to talk. You like to talk about this. Right, yeah, like, yeah, nigga, yeah. Let's go. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then you got the people that got the gift of gab. They just know how to make people feel comfortable around them. Like, you Fact. may be one of those people who could just really. Strike up a conversation with anybody. Niggas know it's real, bro. Yeah. The people I have on my podcast know me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is that's a good thing about me. I just think that everything I've been doing, it's just now it's coming in fruition. Now it's like a, like a you plant a seed and you, now the orange is finally coming off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And I feel like now I got a whole bunch of limbs with a whole bunch of oranges and niggas know that's an orange tree. So when niggas come, they know I'm gonna get some orange juice. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna get some lips, some orange peel. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm yeah. They already know what they finna get. So when people come, they already know that I ain't I ain't faking it. I ain't mm-hmm. doing the crazy shit. I ain't asking you no lame shit. I understand what I'm talking about. I ain't just saying something because I feel like it and I don't know that. It's just it's a different aspect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anybody you want to get on there that you ain't ever got yet? 
Oh, hell yeah. There's a shitload of people, man. I don't, man, I, I plan on doing, I plan on being the first nigga to do a thousand shows, bro. God damn. Fast as you moving, though, you might yeah. get that. <laughs> bro, you might get yeah. that. But I'm talking about, like, 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 you know. Like, I mean, it is, but not nobody for me to just necessarily name. Gotcha. Because, like I say right now, I'm fucking with who fuck with me. Right. That you real. fucking with me, I'm fucking with you. That real? Nigga, that's how I go. That real. So I ain't got to worry about nothing else. I ain't got to worry about nobody else. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to worry about who don't right. like me. I don't got to worry about none of that. I'm fucking with who fuck with me. It's mm-hmm. just that's, it's that simple and that easy. That's real. So, goddamn, if I don't get another ear, I'm trying tripping. But one yeah. thing I know is more niggas like me, it's more niggas like niggas who listen to me, mm-hmm. and they going to tell somebody else, and it's going to grow because it's real and it's organic. I ain't playing, ain't faking this shit. It's like, no, shit, I'm up here doing, hey, how you doing, guys? And Nah, this shit authentic. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. then when niggas run the background, niggas be like, oh, I fuck with Shouty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. I, I watch the shit, bro. I think that shit dope. You know what I'm saying? I think you keep it absolutely real on that motherfucker. You ain't playing with them. You just, you talking about real stories. And I like it when you always got somebody, like when you got somebody that's from where you from. Mm-hmm. Bro, that shit be, I be in tune. Like, damn, bro, I'm really, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a fan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know y'all. So when you talk about Charlotte Pan basketball and shit like that, that shit interesting to me, bro. I'm like, man, man, I, sh- man. I ain't even started cracking the ball on stories yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even started cracking the ball on stories yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that shit be <laughs> dope, bro. I'll be like, damn, those niggas really be out there. Like, and then like, like, uh, like you say, like, like even like the one with Ti. You know what I mean? I thought that was dope because you actually had somebody in the studio that wasn't even supposed to be there who just yep. popped up mm-hmm. and he knew like. like that was some organic shit for me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't even get that. Cause a lot of times, people be planting people around. And he was really there. I forgot who he was. But he actually was, like, one of the T.I. OGs and shit. Yeah, he was He was one of the older guys from yeah. two projects who know him. I just felt like, uh, what the hell did, uh, what the hell did Shooter name me? The Messenger. Mm-hmm. My dog Shooter named me The Messenger. And I, you know, I don't let niggas name me. I don't let that nigga name me shit. And I name myself. Mm-hmm. I let the people name me. Mm-hmm. Huh? The message. The message. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, but I like, like it because I feel like I that, I feel like that people, like I say, people listen to me. Right. And I feel like that situation, you know, a lot of people be like, hand from Bankhead, we ain't seen them, this, yeah. that, this, that, and the other. You see what I'm saying? And what he explained is not nothing that he ever explained before. Right. For nobody to be like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That would make sense. And I felt like him being on my show and me, you know what I'm saying, niggas been seeing me, you know what I'm saying, was going to understand like, oh, nah, nigga ain't fake. Cause Pale, if he ain't from there, Pale going to be like, nah, because I ain't going to let no niggas just come on there and say some shit. If I don't agree, if I don't know yeah. it. I'm going to say, like, okay, bro, yeah. hold on. Tell me, tell me again real quick. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, and him being there, it's just mm-hmm. extra validation. You know what I'm saying? Validated so, what, you was, what yeah, he yeah, was saying. Yeah, 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 bro. And I thought that was dope. And I'm like, damn, that's... That's so damn real. like that was organic as fuck, bro. Like man, yeah, yeah, you know. And I thought that interview was dope, man, because you actually got him to really talk about a lot of shit going on. And then not even just that, he respected you asking because you from that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just thought that was a great interview, man. I thought the young drug one was good, also the rich homie corn one. Bro, I watch your shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what's next for you. What what do you what, what do you got any other endeavors going on? Is you gonna maybe rap a little bit more? I've been doing I've been doing features three four mm-hmm. three, four five features a month you know what I'm saying I got a few more shit I'm doing you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. right now I just want to stay focused on in his apartment until I until I can get it in front of everybody 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No. I just think that I don't think I don't touch everybody yet. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know. This was working. To, yeah, when it comes to cost. You know, if somebody come with some chick, I should, I ain't tripping on the chick come. Let's just make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just, if somebody come fuck with me, believe in my vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if I ain't showed you nothing more than one time with my track record, bro, it's that I, I got vision. Right. Believe in my vision, man. I feel That's you, it, man. man. So don't come with all that. Don't come with all that little boy shit. Come, let's come with the vision. Come with the plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and the good thing about it right now is too that I feel like right now because I ain't never really had no team. I really just do shit myself. Had a few niggas who know a few things, and mm-hmm. I, I call on them if I need their help. But now I really, I really feel like I got a great team. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I really, I really feel like now I'm in the position to take on. You know what I'm saying? Some million dollar deals and to be able to. You know what I'm saying? Not just fulfill them, but stand on them motherfucker fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. If you, if you haven't seen it, man, check it out, man. And departments. Um, one of the best podcasts that I truly watch. I'm a true fan of it, man. Real mm-hmm. shit, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's good shit. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, Skeet, you say you wanted that summer? I just want to, me personally, I just want to. How do you get it? No, I know Desi, but they, they ain't, we ain't talking. We ain't the same person. I'm looking for that Palate too. Everybody looking. For that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pal- only Palate I do. Yeah, man. You know, it, everybody felt that, but no, nah, Desi, my homie. You know, so I call Desi right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to walk on Bankhead, mm-hmm. um, the first uh, peaceful protest march in the history on Bankhead. You know what I'm saying? About two, three hundred people. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to get somebody elected uh, for DA, but Desi came. Mm, you know he walked with us. You know mm. what I'm saying? Did the whole walk with us. Walked there and back with us, actually. You see what I'm saying? Uh, real cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. So, you know, that's, that's, that's the homie, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I love what he do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. what he do. You should I have. see niggas win. He ain't bro. been on there yet, though, have you? No, no, yeah, it's going to happen. Well, I know it's going to happen. I don't you know, know it's going to happen. But it do seem like, like, you know, likings come from that. Like, from your, you know what I'm saying? You, it, you know what I mean? You know, if you... Watching niggas and letting niggas do them, and and they, if it's some piece of you, mm-hmm. if even if they don't say that, find a way to ride off, find a way to gain off of it. Facts. Bro. Don't hate them, get mad, you know what? But shit, I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's just kind of what it was, though. Yep. Yeah, man. I think we appreciate the jams today, bro. No, for sure, man. Appreciate y'all having me, dog. Hey, man. Bad speaker podcast. Your boy Shark. Your boy G Downs. And we out of here, man. Yes, sir. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.